Hey, hey, Annika here. All right, today's episode is called COVID Curves and Closet Cleaning. Um, before I dive in, I just want to share that I was sitting in my office in my recording studio and my oldest son checked in and he said, what you doing? And I said, I'm just thinking about what to share on the podcast. I think I'll talk about um, that I've been cleaning out my closet. And he said, but is that so interesting for them? <laughs> um, that's I love how honest they are. And so, yes, no, maybe not so interesting, but um, I don't mean to share how, like, how it went as I was cleaning out my closet, but I want to share why I'm doing it or why I did it because it's done. Oh my goodness. I'm so relieved and I'm actually exhausted. So it started with this morning, um, 9.30, which felt like 6.30, but uh, because of summertime. But uh, I had this mastermind group. We They used to be my clients for over two years. And then this now we're just meeting as friends and continue to grow together. And each time we meet, we talk about a very specific topic. And today's topic was... Um, emotional capacity, how your emotions drain or lift you, make you stronger and hold you back. And the relationships we have, the, the items in our lives, everything, patterns that impact our emotional capacity. And so this is chapter four of a book called No Limits with John Maxwell. And um, one of the things in the conversation today was about, uh, well, it's from the book mainly where John Maxwell shares uh, the story of his filing system. Uh, that So he's been taking notes on everything, on different leadership topics, and he's uh, archived them for 45 years. So he has a lot of files that he would take out for writing any kind of speech or presentation or even books. And he refers to them as his security blanket. Uh, but they also kind of limit his growth because if he always refers back to that, then he's not doing any fresh thinking and not being creative. So we challenged each other to talk about what kind of security blankets do we have. And here, here comes my closet story. So I shared a very, very personal story and very, it's embarrassing actually, but um, I have a closet situation that comes from my upbringing. So I grew up in, we were poor. I've lived my whole upbringing until I left home, living under existential minimum. And it's not like I suffered or anything, but... We were just poor. So in my pattern is the knowing, the understanding, the yeah, the the awareness, the everything that cheap is good, cheap is happy, cheap is yes, yes. And uh, if that is food, if it's a trip, if it's clothing, if it's anything you need for the home, cheap is awesome. It uh, like there's no, no thought or no interest uh, 
uh, about is it quality? Is it a cool brand? Is it worth it? Is Do you need it? it it's just that, oh my gosh, this is so cheap. <laughs> I like it. Even if it's something you don't need, even if it's something that doesn't go with anything. So <clears throat> if you talk about the very specific uh, area of the wardrobe, if you fill it with cheap stuff, yes, you will have a lot of clothes. And when you open it in the morning to get dressed, you say that phrase, oh, I have nothing to wear. And there's the billion things in there. But if you only buy cheap things, one piece here, one piece there, there's nothing that goes together. And also, if you put them on, it's not like it makes you feel like, oh, yeah, rock and roll, bring this day on. No, you feel like, oof, that looks cheap. Uh, so, I mean, I've been aware of this for a long, long time, long, long time ago. And I know I'm not the only one. So even if this is... Uh, so uncomfortable sharing like I'm sweating in my hands and I think I'm blushing but I can't see it because I don't have a mirror um, yeah I want to share it I want to talk about it because I'm not the only one so the whole conversation went into me committing to actually finally do something about it of course I've made this promise to myself so many times before Today, I'm going to do it. And I've actually even a couple of times emptied everything from my wardrobe. And then when everything is out, once I did it when I watched Marie Kondo, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do it. I went upstairs, emptied everything. The other time was just before Christmas, I think. I was angry. <laughs> I emptied everything. And both these times, the same thing happened. I got everything out, see all that stuff on my bed. And literally get, yeah, uh, just knocked out, knocked down by overwhelm. It's uh, for two reasons. One, so much crap. Two, just the uh, like the affectional value that I'm somehow I'm somehow attached to it. So psychologically, I think I would have needed um, a therapist to work through that. But that wasn't there wasn't one in my bedroom. So I just shoved everything right back in again. Today I made the promise with witnesses, the people in my mastermind group, and I said, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to empty it. I'm going to take out everything that does not, when I put it on and look in the mirror, make me feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if it doesn't do that, then it has to go. Long story short, I've been doing it for hours now, and... I feel like I've been running a marathon, but I'm very proud to say that I have three full large shopping bags filled to the top with clothes that I will never ever again touch or definitely not wear. And it was only, I don't know, I don't know if crap is a bad word, but oh my goodness, there was just cheap garbage, really. And, um, one of the people in my mastermind group this morning said a, a phrase that was so good. Let me see if I can remember it. She said, I am, hang on, I'm not rich enough to buy cheap things. Yes, I'm not rich enough to buy cheap things. 
meaning when you buy cheap things, it won't last, it won't give you, I mean, you can never wear it because it doesn't look good on you. So you end up wasting money and you have nothing to wear. I like that. Very powerful. Whether it's a car, furniture, <sighs> food, food. It makes me think of a documentary I saw of um, from America. They showed why in the ghetto people get obese, diabetes, unhealthy. It's because they can't afford any other food. But then what does it do to you? It ruins you. So if you have money, it is much smarter to buy two expensive pieces of quality clothing than like I did. A hundred pieces of ugly crap that was so cheap you could buy ten of them. Because when are you ever going to wear that? Never. Never, ever. Never, ever, ever. Yeah. Okay. Um... So that's that's it. The closet cleaning has started. I'm not done. Far from done. Oh my goodness. But I need some time to recover. And um, it's going to get harder and harder. Because of course I went with the easy. Like <laughs> the low hanging fruit. This. I've never worn this. This is so ugly. I never want to put it on. All of that just gone. So it's going to get harder. But yeah. And then you start putting things on. That's where... The first part of today's title came in, the COVID curves. And that's also what drained me quite a bit. Because, and here again, I know I'm not the only one with COVID being at home. Uh, light version of depression about everything. Not having seen your family for so long. Not being able to meet your friends. Not being able to go out and enjoy life in the sun in a restaurant or on a terrace. Uh, not going to work and meeting your colleagues, all of that. And then being at home all the time. And then it's just, I mean, the kitchen and the cupboards, it's so convenient. It's literally right there in front of you. So, of course, you open that. And, yeah, when you go shopping, that's like ugh, the the adventure of the week. Uh, and then, yeah, because it's so much fun, you, you, you buy the chocolate. <laughs> I do. And then you eat it. I do. So I've been doing a lot of that. It, I'm surprised. It didn't feel like I ate all that. But clearly, when I tried the things on in my closet, there's no... Yeah, it's, it's painfully obvious that I've been doing a lot of eating. And it makes me so sad because last year, this time, exactly this time, on this date, oh my goodness, it was the 28th of March... 2020, I started the hardest workout and diet, like strict diet I ever did in my life. Working out twice per day for almost three and a half months straight. And I got in the best shape ever of my life. And then all that stuff happened and I did the chocolate thing. So by the end of last year, Oh, it was just back to square one, minus one. And uh, yep, so COVID curves and closet cleaning. Uh, today is going to be a date that kicks off something new. A new wardrobe, never ever going to buy something just because, oh my gosh, that's so cheap. Never ever again. Um, no, 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 no. And I... 
will not be doing that, I don't know, this horrible eating where you just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat because it's so nice and it's like, oh my gosh, it's, I'll just eat some more. Uh, I wrote something down here. It says, respect yourself enough to keep the promises you made in the morning. Yes. Um, and that's, I, if it does not resonate with you, um, then I'm, then I'm happy for you. But I, so many of us, we have these high expectations, we have these high standards, and we know we can live up to them, but then ah, something happens, and we don't. And then comes the, yeah, I'll go all the way to to the bad end, like self-loathing, no respect, and then you start talking bad to yourself, and you eat even more, like punishing, like you're so messed up anyway, you can have some more of this, um, yeah. And then another thing that was said this morning in the mastermind was, well, or rather, I don't remember what was said because uh, a friend of mine, she referred to Coco Chanel and like dressing classy that she's, Coco Chanel said something that I don't remember because when she was telling that story, I was just thinking, oh my goodness, if Coco Chanel saw me, she would spit on me. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. But... So that's part of my commitment to myself, dealing with the closet situation. And very soon, if the spirit of Coco Chanel or one of her relatives would see me, they would smile and say, hello there, hello there. And I would say, hello there and smile back. So yes, 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 yes. And another thing I'm going to let go of is my 100,000 cheap jogging pants and hoodies that none of them go together and many of them I've had for ooh, some of them I've had for 20 years yes uh, many of them I've had since before I became a mother and so that's 12 13 years ago and uh, all of them are ridiculously ugly they were so cheap and they're going to go, uh, okay, I'll keep some for running when it's raining. Because, yeah. And I'm going to buy my first ever luxury jogging set. And just for the record, what I mean when I say that is like a fancy one from uh, Adidas or Nike or just a normal sports brand. Just not the super cheap ones that you can get in, I don't know in a weird basket at the, at the cash register in the supermarket. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So uh, there's going to be transformation, like profound, in-depth, to the core transformation. And in a while, I'll be sharing how it's going. If you feel like, oh my gosh, I need to do this myself in any area of your life, letting go of something like a pattern that you keep doing the lady in the mastermind this morning she's compromising on everything compromising in a relationship meaning the person who comes into your life you'll bend over backwards sidewards um say yes to things you actually don't want you'll become a version of yourself that is not you but you do it so that you will please and get loved and wanted <sighs> or you go and buy cheap clothes that look expensive so that yeah you know compromising no 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 
No more compromising. If you know what you want, if you know what you need, then go and do that. And remember to respect yourself enough to keep the promises you made in the morning. The promises you make to yourself about you being your absolute best version of you. The one that makes you happy. All right. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon.